1: I woke up, then I
0: logged in To that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in Put it down, come my little homie called in Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again Black skin can't win in the white world Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to Every February, it was scary in them classrooms Shimmy you shimmy yay Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves Or they own dirty masters Black dot found a pot as a youngin' Broke it down for a second night,
1: servant to the masses black mass man, it's time to robber I had to find a way I couldn't find a job couldn't find a prayer couldn't find a god couldn't find a prayer couldn't find a god black mass man, it's time to rob I had to find a way I couldn't find a job couldn't find a prayer couldn't find a god couldn't find a prayer couldn't find a god yo 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 yeah yeah
2: you already know what it is. Back this for another one. Another episode. Another episode. You know what I'm saying? Urban X Nation, what's up with you? What's good? We appreciate you. <clears throat> don't ever think we don't. We do. We love you. We appreciate you. We appreciate your support in everything that we do. Yeah, man. Let's let's, let's open up with the shirts now. Oh,
3: oh, oh, these shirts right here?
2: These shirts right here. Oh, oh these?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, y'all can pick these up. You know, urban excellence. You know
2: Hashtag urban excellence. We told you about this last week. Uh, these joints are in the store. Oh, by but tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> see, you about to get Alejandro. I use the Alejandro wifey right about now because she done done something. Malcolm, it's been a great. It's been a great. <laughs> we had a lot going. We had a lot going on just now. Malcolm, it's been great working yeah, with you. Not, uh, yeah, we're not half the family. <laughs>
3: Everybody's good? <laughs> we yeah. had a lot going on just that Uh right. But, you're by, I, but uh, yeah,
2: you can go to urbanx.nyc. Yeah, urbanx.nyc tomorrow. Uh, we launching these. They're $30. It's not too expensive. It's front and back. It's got the definition on the back. Uh, yeah, you know it's dope. And uh, that ladies line will be launching soon right after that. You oh, shout out
3: to... What was his name on Instagram and Twitter?
2: Yeah, let's get him up. Uh, at Mr. Westbrook's. At Mr. Westbrooks.
3: On Instagram and Twitter. He's been hashtagging. He's been hashtagging, um, hashtag Urban Excellence.
2: Nice. Let's clap that up for the brother. Okay. Shout out to you. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, so what you think? I think that deserves a shirt. Yeah, he gets a shirt. He gets a shirt. He gets a shirt. Okay. So uh, Westbrook. Is his name? Uh, at Mr. Westbrooks, yeah. At Mr. Westbrooks, contact us yeah, at DM us at um, UrbanX underscore NYC. Yes. Uh, which is, you know, information. And we're we'll... and we sending you a
2: shirt. We want to know your size. Everybody else, it's $30. You know what yeah. I'm saying? $30. And that's, that's, that's pretty decent yeah, for, the, for know, a shirt cool. that we worked on. I originally did the shirts. Oh, man. And uh, I almost got Alejandro because yeah. I did him in glitter. Yeah, I was... <laughs> see, listen, I didn't know
3: glitter. Well, no, Here is the thing. Here is the thing about my pops. So when he gets fixed on something, it really he really doesn't see anything else, right? So focused. Focus. He likes uh, shirts with like foil, and yeah. every time we try to, to come up with a design, he always brings it back to foil. And I'm like, like me, Odyssey,
2: Eli, time. We like, yo, dude. Let it go. Let it go, right? And he just won't let it go. Listen, when you see these foil shirts that I'm going to come out with, with the gold foil. Now, I thought these were gold foil. Nah. And they showed it to me, and it was like glitter. Yeah. And they said, you want the glitter? I said, you know what? The glitter will be shining on camera. So I said, yeah, give me the glitter. Mm -mm. But they're a professional organization, so they didn't print all the shirts, because that would have been disastrous. Yeah. I would have been up here with a glitter shirt on like looking eh. crazy. <laughs> looking crazy. And the minute I saw it, I knew it was a woman's shirt. Like the glitter was for women. And everybody shot me down, but they had only did one. Yeah. And then we came with these. Yeah. Which is more for the fellas. Now the ladies gonna get the glitter. We're gonna, we're gonna have
3: Odyssey designer ladies. <sighs> Cause I don't, I don't, I don't like their taste, B. Dude,
2: Tanya, you you saw the shirt. The glitter was the glitter of the move. Pretty. See? I need Odyssey. Ah. I need Odyssey, to, okay. I need, I need Odyssey mm. to look at
3: the shirts. Yeah.
2: I'm a visionary. I see these things. I see these things. Know, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So with that being said, I'm happy to be here. Thanks. Uh happy to be alive, another another week on the planet. Very busy week. Yo, you know, we were talking about this um
3: early in the week, because our show is late, like in the week is Thursday, mad stuff happens. Yeah, and then we're able to get the uh, we're able to get
2: past the hysteria of it and the emotion and of the it. emotion of it. And, and so and when we come on, we just logical. We right. just like we we've already absorbed it. Right. And so you won't get many uh, emotional responses. Exactly. Uh, I learned that a long time ago. Uh, you know, never let your emotion cloud your intellect because right. it can happen. Mm-hmm. Even some of the people in the chat room, I could tell you fucking coon. That's emotional. (laughs) Don't get your emotions involved. But the people who go, you're dotting you wrong. Here's why. And they go through their spiel. I respect that. This is not
3: about... We get long emails from people. And I appreciate those, too. I do.
2: This is not about you agreeing with my mindset. My mind is, 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 you know, scrambled half the time. But we're simply trying to add some logic to, you know, what's been going on. Facts. You know what I mean? So, um, with that being said, this week's... uh, Urban excellence mm-hmm. is, uh, I'm going to call this, oh boy, uh, patterns. Okay. Uh, the importance of patterns. All right. And what I mean by this is, stay with me, y'all, because y'all got going to have to work with me on this one. Patterns can be good and bad, mm-hmm. and the habits we pick up along the way help us write the code to our own realities. If you go to work the same way, you get up the same time, you get on the same train, you get the same coffee, you see the same people. What you are doing is creating a time loop around a, a pattern. And that pattern, the, the more and more you do it, becomes a deeper code written by yourself. And I say that because a lot of times we look outside of our world and we blame everybody else mm-hmm. for what's going on in our world, good or bad, mostly bad. You know, it's not yeah. never our fault. And we don't realize that we are writing the code to the pattern of our demise. Mm. OK, so um, even in your relationship, you know, you hitting your wife, she reading the book. Oh, it's the same. shit. It's the same. Oh, uh, uh, titty here. Uh, uh, and it becomes routineish, right, okay. and we die because we create the same routines over and over again. Even in your workout, you know you're going to do 50 push-ups, 50 sit-ups, 50 this. And your body begins to condition itself, based on your mental understanding of it, that that no longer works. That's why they say muscle memory is important. That's the physical aspect of it. Right. There's also a spiritual muscle memory that must be re So I'm really big on not doing the same things Over and over and over and over again and expecting what? A different result. So we are creating insanity in our life. Now, don't get me wrong. Some patterns are good. If you have great spending patterns or saving patterns is what I mean. You know how to save Mm -hmm. meticulously, but there's a downside to that because you miss out on all the beautiful things you can enjoy by spending your money. Right. Right? So... There's a good and a bad aspect to this. So I'm really big on attempting. It's not always easy. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's easy. You know, we're very transparent here. I get locked into some of the same things over and over again. And, but I'm always cognizant of it. You know what I mean? Not to go the same way to work or, you know, get up at a different time or not to do the same routine, not to go to the same store all the time. Because you are the architect of that matrix. Right. And your matrix is only the code that you write. You know what I mean? So I can de- uh, uh, predict the demise of this show. Oh, okay. <clears throat> you about to get fired. No. <laughs> I can predict the demise of this show by simple routines. Every Thursday at 9 o'clock. Now, it's cool now because we're only up to show 11. What happens when we get to show 50, show 111, and it becomes, uh, you're no longer intrigued by what we do. Mm. Oh, maybe maybe if somebody else comes out of the mother and daughter team. Mm. And I will watch Black Dot. We know he's going to tell that. We know Malcolm's going to say that. And you begin to tune us out just by habit. Mm. I watched the show 24, and it was intriguing for the first five shows. Beep, beep. He got 24 hours to save the world. Then the shit became predictable and it became like, why would I watch this? Right. So that's just a a, a, a a snapshot of what I'm talking about. So <clears throat> in my world, this is your show. And I'm here for you, young man. I will be here every Thursday like clockwork until the casket drop. Because this is your show and I want to help you out. I wouldn't do this show every Thursday. Mm. I would do this show when the spirit is hits me to do the show, and have our people happy to miss us, happy to see us, and the algorithm would not be so fixed. You know what I mean? And I say that because you're Virgo, but you're September Virgo. They're a lot different than August Virgo. Virgo. We're a little bit more swift and changeable, and mutable in how we get down and do things. Yeah, I like systems. I like... Right, you like systems, you like, this is how it's gonna go, this is how it's gonna go, and that's cool, but when we apex and understand from that apex there's only downward, right. we have to be aware and prepared for that. Now we're not doing this for numbers and all of that. This is an outlet for information, right? But just letting you know the intrigue and the excitement about seeing Black Dot and Brother M Dotson. Oh God. <laughs> uh begins to, you know, taper off at times. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, you know, for instance, the experience of first-time experience is always dope. You can reinvent the first time as many times as you want. But it's not going to be. But it's not going to be. Right. But you remember, you're tricking the universe. The universe is neutral. You're trying to trick your mind into accepting this as the first-time experience that this is happening. Right? The universe, if you say I'm not shit. The universe go, you're not. If you go, I am the shit, the universe go, you are. You know what I mean? And when people figure that out, but the patterns that we create are very, very critical, even in the so-called conscious community. Mm. Going to the same lectures, watching the same people, 20, 30 years in. I'm, I'm so lectured out, and I know they got a great lecture coming up soon, so I'm not knocking any lectures on the circuit, but I'm all lectured out. You know, I've been, I I started this shit, you know what I mean? And one of the, uh, you know, the pioneers of the paradigm that it's in now. But Hotep brother, uh, Hotep sister, the same people, some of them selling the same shit for 20 years, talking the same shit for 20 years. It becomes something that is no longer of power is what I'm trying to say. Mm. You know what I mean? So a lot of times in your life, now, if you understand what I'm saying, just hit one in the chat room, you know, on your keyboard, just hit one. If that makes any kind of sense to you, and if it does, what I'm trying to say is, ladies and gentlemen, every day that we get up, we have to be cognizant, at least to try to change the algorithms of our lives so that we may have a first time experience as many times as we can. And I know it's not easy. The kids got to get to school. You got to get this. Just be aware of it and watch your luck, if that's the, you know, I know that's not the proper word, begin to change in reference to the experiences that you receive. Now, I don't eat pork. Right. I told you my one story, yeah. you know, about being God and my mother said, nigga, we got pork chops. You're going to be God today? <laughs> yes. I said, I will be God tomorrow. Hit the reset. But I was watching this Dunkin' Donut commercial. You might have seen this shit. And they had some shit called Chipotle bacon. Now, it... It fucked me up. I don't even know what Chipotle is. I know I eat out of Chipotle sometimes, right. but I don't know what the secret sauce of So I was intrigued. Right. Chipotle. I said, how do you get Chipotle into bacon? So yeah, I, I'm the black child. I got to go down and investigate. So I go down to Dunkin' Donut, and, dunk and, dunk and <laughs> very smoothly and, and calmly, I said, uh, let me get the uh, Chipotle bacon. She said, excuse me, sir? <laughs> I looked around, I looked around. I said, miss, let me get the chipotle bacon. It's Sir, can you say that loud? Can I get the chipotle bacon? She said, let me get one chipotle bacon. You know, just that. I'm like, damn, lady. You ain't have to be all loud about it and shit. God damn. And it was an amazing (laughs) sandwich. I don't know if it was amazing because I was anticipating it being amazing. The key to the story is I never went back to get another chipotle bacon. I was just breaking my normal algorithm and pattern, and I wanted to have what is called a first-time experience. Side note, I didn't die from the bacon, because we was all raised on bacon and shit, you know what I mean? But I'm using that as a template to say sometimes we have to try things we normally wouldn't try to change our own algorithms, because doing the same shit, thinking the same shit, driving the same shit, only creates the same shit. It doesn't create new experiences. Our arteries begin to harden right. to that reality. We become fixed into that. You see how you could talk to some people and it's the same shit. You could talk to them 20 years later yeah. and it's the same shit they still, because their spiritual and psychological arteries have hardened to a point that now that spiritual, cosmic blood is not flowing so that we can experience new things. And I don't know if any of that makes any sense, but that's my urban excellence rant. Let's clap that up.
3: Yeah, for the people that's listening and watching, he called me Monday to 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 say? Yeah. And then he had me wait all the way till today.
2: Yeah, I just want to say so that was real time. This becomes predictable at some point, mm-hmm. And it's important that we renew ourselves right. from time to time right. uh, so that we can have and deliver new experiences. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? If you watch the same sports show all the time, you see the same, you know, shit going on, it becomes no longer a new experience. That's Definitely. all I'm pretty much saying. Definitely. All right, so what we got going on in these streets? So we're going
3: to get straight to it. Straight to, straight to the smoke. Okay. Straight to the smoke. So uh, last Thursday we did our show. Uh, we were talking about Pusha T's album coming out,
2: and we were also talking about Drake being popular and being able to beat street rappers. We call this is something else. We called we called this. We called it again. You, you go watch the last week's show. We we, we not we've on no, s- we,
3: We've been on the road for like four or five. We've weeks been on the roll
2: with this, right? And we just been calling stuff. So we
3: talked about that. First, I want to talk about uh, Pusha T's album Daytona.
2: Okay, let's talk about that
3: first. Um, seven tracks, all produced by Kanye. Mm-hmm. Fire, fire. That's fire. what you said. That's yeah. the word on the fire. street. Fire. Um, okay. He was just talking. He was just talking that talk. Was, he was talking that gangster yeah, shit, like yeah, right, that drug shit, right? How everyone go sell
2: coke? Like I was, I was ready, and then you know I was like, nah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah. Um, um, not to not to cut you off, but we did. Side note: an entire hour yeah. and ten minutes about. On this separately, that we're gonna put up mm-hmm. on Friday or Saturday. Pri-
3: we waiting. We we aiming for
2: tomorrow, but we are
3: kind of waiting for Drake's response.
2: Right. I'm, we I'm hope an- Drake has gotten to Friday. To I'm respond. anticipating him to uh, respond either late tonight or tomorrow. Right. So we did a nice piece because I didn't want I didn't want to spend an entire hour here. I wrote hip hop decoded and urban culture decoded. So I thought it was important for me. You know, being a part of the culture to give an in-depth breakdown. So you'll see the link in that tomorrow, or we will just drop yeah. that tomorrow. Now, for those who are out there, this is everything and this is nothing at the same time.
3: And I can see the comments already. Oh, it's more important. Yeah, right. We'll get
2: so, to that. so we'll get, get to, to that. that. It's everything in the sense that your thought streams are now co-opted, whether you want to uh, agree or not. If mm-hmm. you are on social media. People's attention to this and posting of it, you cannot avoid it. Right. You can't even avoid it on late night TV. Your boy on uh, what's who used to come on on uh, what's the black guy? Uh, Trevor. Trevor Noah. He even uh, did something on it as well. So it's everywhere. So um, and in keeping in with the youth and understand what their mindset is like, I think it's important for us to cover. So now I'll keep it basic in general yeah. here, but we peeled back some layers. On our show So for those who think It's nothing And they're vibrating Above this They are absolutely Correct We have no problems With cool. that But we like to address What's going on In our community And we always put The medicine And we also In like, the food We also um, Like like you
3: said Many times on the show Like we're humans Having We're spiritual beings Having, having a human experience. experience And a part so of we, this
2: Human experience
3: Is getting into the gutter Like smoke. we just We just trying to it's some smoke out here some, you know? yeah. So
2: Um so again, um, the album was fire. I listened to the album. I okay. thought the production of it was dope. Mm-hmm. I'm out of touch with drug selling.
3: Okay, and I'm,
2: I have. I hated his album and loved his album for the very same reason. Right, I hated it because he was talking and promoting that drug shit, which is you know messed our community up. I loved it because he was talking that drug shit. Meaning, he stayed true to who he is as an artist right. for the last 16 years. <clears throat> he ain't try to do no pop songs. He ain't try to jump on the waves the way a Drake does. Right. He stayed consistent with his art form, Definitely. and I have to respect that because at the end of the day, it's art. There is an audience for that shit he's talking, mm-hmm. or he wouldn't have been able to put this album out. Now, I think one of the reasons we like the album because I did like the album. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna call it a classic. He's calling it a classic. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not, gonna, gonna, go there. I'm not gonna go there, but. In all of the the cadences we're hearing now and in the content, sometimes you got to infuse some street gangster shit in it, and that's what he did. Right. So for that reason, I appreciated this album. And I, you know, uh, a lot of people
3: were saying uh, they ha- they complaining that it was only seven tracks. I have a problem with that as well.
2: Okay, I didn't. But I, I don't need to hear fifteen songs of murder, death, kill, murder, death, kill. Nah, no, I don't.
3: I, I, you <laughs> know, I had a problem only being seven songs because I liked it so much. Right. So okay. I wanted, I wanted some more. But I liked it. It was seven songs because there was no fat on the album.
2: Right. No saturated nothing. It was, it was, no, straight, it to was straight to the point. It was <clears> straight to the point. And remember, he did 14 songs with Kanye. He yeah. may <clears throat> release those right. as time goes along, as right. he needs them. Because in this, this media, social media age, you can reinvent your album more so. Because back in the day, it came out on cassette and waxing. That was it. If you did a remix, that was rare. So now you have the ability in real time Mm -hmm. to adjust to the album. I didn't like his album cover. I didn't understand it. He had Whitney Houston's uh, paraphernalia of the night she overdosed or was killed, whatever whatever your mindset is with that. Uh, Kanye paid $85,000 for this photo and I, I, I was confused on why we would, uh, you know, instead of celebrating and allowing our dead to remain that way in a pristine place. I didn't understand what it had to do with the album. Well, drugs, I guess. I guess he's talking... But, but like, he, um, the album was called Daytona. I just found out it was, it's a watch. Oh, Daytona's a watch. I never yeah, knew what it was. I thought he was talking a... about racing out here. Yeah. You know, he's in the race. I didn't know that. The, day you day know, the race of life. And, you know, he's... Yeah, I didn't know. Or well, Daytona, five hundred keys. I, yeah, I don't know yeah, if fucking sure. with him. So yeah. So
3: um, <clears throat> then uh, the last song on the album, "Infrared." Uh, that's when he went out, Drake, baby.
2: Yeah, he went at the whole Cash Money crew.
3: Cash Money, and then we on his podcast last week, we we said that um, because remember we heard the snippet of him saying, um, it was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. I was right. like, ah. like ah. I was like, I don't know if that's gonna get it done. Yeah,
2: simply because it, it was. It's it's a dated line. That was, whole, that was three years ago. Three years ago and, yeah. and Drake has moved past that yeah. and you're bringing up something and I've already, my fans have already forgiven me. Yeah. Basically right. for me not being a writer. Right. You know what I'm saying? For me being a performer <clears throat> and don't get don't get Meeked because Meeked is the one who started that shit yeah. trying to bring it to people's attention yeah. with the reference vocals and he got bodied.
3: Yeah. But right? That, that's strategy. That's a lack of strategy and like lack, lack of, of strategy because each
2: part he was on drugs so he wasn't thinking they were all on drugs yeah so, you know but he wasn't thinking he just thought he can put that out and there wouldn't be any uh, repercussions I go deep into that on on you know the piece right. we did which will it have it make more sense
3: <clears throat> so um then Friday the next day uh, Drake drops Duppy freestyle,
2: Duppy freestyle, fire. That Eight. was
3: hard. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm hard a, body. You know, I'm Pusha fan, but that was hard. That was hard. And I had to, I had <laughs> to even admit to myself. I'm like,
2: yo, pushing might be out of here, but because we were expecting the same results. Right. Drake got cocky and figured, oh, this dude ain't been out and had no hits. Right. I'm at the top of my game. Mm-hmm. It was twofold. I'ma smash him I'm and I'ma smash his album, his album at the, the same, same at the same, same time. Kill two birds with one stone, which was another one of his songs. Yep. Kill two birds with one stone.
3: And then what was what was also deep about it, it was this is a long weekend too, right? This was the holiday. Yeah, weekend. It was a holiday weekend, so everybody was just like, "Yo, push it!" Got to twenty four. He got twenty four hours. He got forty eight hours.
2: I said four days because. He gave Meek Mill four days. It's been four days, nigga. Where y'all at? Yeah. So I had already said Drake has set the standard. Because he used to, shit, Nas took three months to uh, 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 respond to Jay Z with the the access to a studio now. Yes producer. All of that's at your fingertips. A, if you have a, a, a computer, you right, have a studio, right. and you can get your responses out. And four, three months in, in social that's media time, that's like a year. That's a year. So uh Nas would have took a beating.
3: Yeah.
2: Right? That, that During was that year. time. Mm-hmm. Nas, we, we talking before social media, he had a better opportunity. But in this social media, you got four days. So um <clears throat> Tuesday... That was Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday.
3: Tuesday... Um, Pusher responded with uh, the story of Adidon,
2: Ooh, and that was ugly. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, let's clap that. Yeah, yeah I got to clap Uh-oh. that up. Yeah, it got, got nasty. Yeah, that response was uh, crazy. What'd you think? Um, I thought his response was a little personal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm from so far away in, into hip-hop we had a guideline that we would never cross. We would never talk about nobody's mother right. and nobody's children. You know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, your mother's not Yeah, but we crack mother jokes. Like your mother's so ugly. Right, right. But in terms of battle rap, rarely did we didn't need to. We was focused so much on okay. our lyrical ability. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't need to crack a joke about your mother. Right. Now when we in the hallway hanging out, okay. you know, hey, nigga, your mother got one leg. Yeah. You know, we 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 told all those jokes. <clears throat> when Jay Z mm-hmm. did super ugly. Right? Right. And he mentioned throwing the condoms in the baby seat. Right. We all felt that that was over the line. Okay. He named the song Super Ugly, so he was actually getting super ugly to the point where his own mother had to call him and say, You have to go back up there to Hot 97 and apologize. Right. So he did. Uh, You know what I mean? And I thought that, okay, you know, but since then, as you wrote, In Your piece too far,
3: oh, uh, yeah. Um, I wrote an article <coughs> on urbanx.nyc. The link is in the bio,
2: yeah. Urbanx.nyc, you know, Malcolm puts pen to pad on these particular topics and really gives you an in depth look at it. You brought up some other instances, yeah. Well, a rapper's just going like a rapper's just taking it to the next level. Like, Give me some examples.
3: Um, Cam <coughs> Cameron said he would, um, R. Kelly Nas's daughter, that
2: was crazy. He would, R. Kelly Nas's daughter,
3: right? Um, have a way, way with her face. Gucci told um, Jeezy to dig up his homie, the one that he killed.
2: Yeah, yeah, he killed him. He, he said, actually, dig him up.
3: Dig him up. Um, the Lox uh, had a song called Sorry Miss Jackson at um, 50 Cent, and that was at his dead mother. They was, like, talking to his dead mother, something yeah, like that. Yeah, was Ill. yeah, yeah, um, What else? It was something else. It was a couple of them yeah. up. And,
2: you know, of course, hit him up. Tupac, you know, he told Biggie, I fucked your wife. Yeah, that, You yeah. know, You know, so it... it, it it's it's taken on a life of its own now. <clears throat> now I will say this: Drake did mention uh, Pusha's fiance, right? By uh, full name <clears throat> too. By full name. By full name. And <clears throat> I thought that gave Pusha all the ammunition he needed. Yeah. Because there's certain things we, we don't we don't put wives in this. We right. you know we try to unless your wife. Right. Right. I'm about to say that. Is a porn star. I was about to say that. It's <laughs> certain stuff like. Like, you know, yeah, there's certain stuff you kind of just have to say, you got to kind of say something. Yeah. So in that sense, I get it. The line about 40, you know, yeah, being sick and tick, tick, tick. He's I'm, on the clock. <clears throat> he's six, six, six. And OK,
3: first, right, I'm,
2: so when I first heard it,
3: when I still hear it, it just makes you go, oh, man, I was kind of wild. But <clears throat> it's something so gangster about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is gangster, and it means it's setting the tone. Like, I'm willing to go there. I'm willing to go. You're warring with me. Say it again? She's offended. Oh, my wife is offended. (laughs) She's offended. Anyway. No, I get it. No, again, I get it. I get it. All is in war, this is what it is. Now, um, he didn't know that the next day. I don't think he knew. Was multiple sclerosis day? Yeah, I don't think he knew. And that. Forty has multiple sclerosis, and he's the ambassador. Yeah, I don't th- for this shit. So <laughs> I don't think he knew that. that became like, oh my god, like, are you serious? Like, that was this a real sick? Was it a coincidence, coincidence. or was <laughs> the shit timed?
3: No, nah, it had to be a coincidence. You nah, know, I'm not buying it. I'm yeah,
2: buying it. I'll say coincidence too. And you know, as 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 a a father who has a, a son who's disabled right. and all of that all kind of stuff. If I'm battling the dude and he go there, that doesn't resonate too much with me because we snap on Eli all, all the time. All the time. We built this into Eli all the time since he was two and three years old. We've been snapping on Eli. We won't stop to the point where he's so built for it that when he got to school, he was like, are you serious? Right. Are you? Is that the best y'all got? to right. get worse at home. Right. And we did that to soften the blow so that when he go to school... And people see him with his walker or his disability, he don't feel like they could snap on him. Eli got jokes, too. You know what I mean? So uh, nobody gets a pass here in our household. You know what I'm saying? My daughter has a beautiful birthmark on the left side of her face. But the shit is growing hair out of it. And I have been going in Mm -hmm. on her since she was five years old. And then when she got to school and people tried to get at her. Yeah, it wasn't. She just was killing people She can kill you You know what I mean And she don't know how to stop You think I don't know how to stop nah, She yeah, goes
3: We're gonna have Odyssey on the show Yeah we're gonna
2: have Odyssey yeah. on the show She's offended First of all She's like I don't know who the fuck Pusha T is She didn't <laughs> curse <encouraged>. She didn't curse <encouraged. laughs> I don't know who Pusha T is He's washed up Yeah People are gonna forget about this in three days Cause Drake is gonna make another hit And she mean that And yeah. from her perspective I, I, I gotta keep it a buck yeah. So, to say... I don't know what I was... What were we talking about? We, no, we were just talking about how, um, how it, far it he It is drawing yeah, yeah, a how, line. How you know went, what yeah. I mean? When Drake mentioned his wife by full name, that can have double meanings. That's where I went the with The fact it. that he mentioned his full his wife's full name told me that he knows her intimately. Or to, maybe. Or knows somebody <laughs> yeah, that I, knows her intimately. I, I imagine, Watch where I'm going with this. Yeah, I know. I know. Remember in Takeover, yeah. the last lines Jake, Jay-Z said is... You know who, did you did know, you know who, what, what, But you know who? Let's keep that between me and you. Nas got preemptive yeah. and came up to the station and told everybody, yeah, Jay-Z was sleeping with my baby moms and this but, and that. But you and I'm not sure that softened the blow because Jay-Z came up with Super Ugly yeah. and it was super ugly. So, but do you think like,
3: they've been beefing for, Jake, well, um, Drake and Pusha, they've been beefing for like six years. Going yeah, back, back and, and forth, forth, in your window You don't stuff? think he would
2: have like, said something slick then? Um... It's funny because This is Chess not Checkers Okay. So I need to know And then I have people giving me intel right. Not only are people writing his rhymes They're probably giving him mm-hmm. intel I saw the interview with Pusher and Flex And Quentin Miller has done some songs With oh, Pusher yeah. T right. And you, can you imagine what he's told him he Give me the schematics right, right. Over there, over your, give me the layout And you know so forth and so on So I kind of felt a certain way about it, but when my emotions got out of it, because you can't respond when you're emotional, I thought those were all bars is, is good bars now.
3: And I think when when you take your emotion out of it and you think about Pusha T's position in this, right, 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 he's going against Drake and an army, like he right, has absolutely Apple. He has, you know, the OVOP. He has the whole internet. He has a machine behind him. So you kind of have to take you know these little yeah it, to and he has nothing to lose he has nothing to lose and as
2: we mentioned Drake is popular right so the, as a matter of fact the joint we did is called hip-hop versus hip-pop so to understand that the battle is never even right. it's always the same narrative right. a street dude mm-hmm. going out of industry dude yep. 50 went at Ja Rule when Ja Rule was at the top of his game the list goes on and on and on of these things kind of repeating themselves yeah. you know what I mean so um Let's get into. Uh, he, he talked about his mother. He talked about his mom. He talked about. Uh, uh, he talked about his pops. His pops.
3: And then he talked about him being. Oh, he insinu. He said. Shout
2: out my. Uh, shout out to truck driver Saul out in Denver. I know you out there on the road getting it in, baby. Uh, he definitely. We he definitely called it. him a deadbeat. Yeah,
3: yeah. A deadbeat father because uh, apparently he's been hiding a son that he had with a porn star.
2: Ooh, and this porn star. Okay, I'm hearing word on the street that ASAP Rocky been up in a. Iman Shumpert. Iman Shumpert been up in her. One of Beyoncé's background dancers. Like, really? Like you could just be a background dancer and yeah. get, get that now? And she's married? And she's married uh a to green. a dude for a green card. Yeah. And Drake was sitting there. They always, this is this is nasty shit. Yeah. Okay. They're uh going up in her and Drake, you going up in her raw, yeah, bare backing. And th- this is just nasty. Is, and they didn't know who the child was, which means they all was going up in her bare backing. Yo, which is y- and y- ASAP they said was still hitting it when she was pregnant. This baby's gonna be a demon baby. This is gonna be the Damien baby. They better check his forehead for six six six, because that kind of energy yeah, inside from the six guy. Oh, from the, the six guy. Oh, pss, pss. <laughs> I'll be here all night. I'm gonna be here all night with these, and
3: um. So yeah, that's that's a little crazy. Yo, I don't understand why celebrities. It'd be like the same
2: five girls. I don't get And they it. pass these girls. Or maybe they feel that they can trust these girls. And some of these girls will strap on and hit them. Mm. That's a whole other <laughs> subject. <laughs> and they keep those secrets and they like that. Um, but it is like, dude. But you made a very good point last week when we talked about groupies. And, and what were some of the friends' benefits of being a recording artist? It was pussy. Right. You know what I mean? And being able to, you know, choose... But now, with the advent of Instagram, I can scroll through and make a call. But, okay, yes, uh, this is Black uh How much for... You had th- your booking info. Yeah, how much for this pussy? <laughs> oh, come in, come in, because you're booking, because she said yeah. I can be in at 9, and I come in the air, I'm here for the pussy. Right, take this gown and go in the room, and I will be in there with you in a moment. Yeah. And you're sitting on the edge of the bed, like, you hear other niggas, <laughs> like, ah! What's going on in there and shit, right? (laughs) And you pay, and you get your pussy, right? I hate to be gross and graphic. My wife always cringes when I do this. But my point is, if you are blurred now, a black nerd, Mm -hmm. and your chips is up, you can experience the same thing. The price of pussy has fallen. That's the stock of pussy. It's it's, it's, low.
3: It's low. It's plummeted.
2: The price of pussy has plummeted, right? So now... That adds another element to it because these guys are still passing around the same girls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy. So before we get to the blackface... Yeah. Let's hit the chat room. What are they talking about? What we saying? what we say. are We gonna be here all night.
3: Uh, somebody said uh, KRS against Queensbridge.
2: Yeah. Well, I mentioned... I, I was setting a theme that you'll see on on the full yeah. hour and a half I did. I go through all of the major battles and what they really were about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and just shout out Jaquan from Home College. He watching. I appreciate all the love. We appreciate all the love.
3: Uh, somebody said, "So happy he push a kill Drake." Um, I don't think the battle's over. I think this is gonna go seven. Uh, I, I, Drake has took tomorrow. Yeah,
2: and let me yeah, tell you.
3: He, uh, he, Here's the thing. I think he's already behind because of um, this blackface photo. Okay. Right? And instead of, this is it for the people that's watching. Yeah. Instead of addressing it in a track. He addressed it like in a statement. He
2: addressed it like a white person. Yeah, He went from being black to Somebody white. Somebody that doesn't white do White people interviews. write statements and, and put out press releases, right? Somebody who don't do interviews, he felt the need to give you the reason and throw his man under the bus. Yeah. Some other dude, yeah, my man did it too. His yeah. name is blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. From blah.
3: Sudan. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what
2: I'm saying? So here's the thing. I thought Red Pill gave a great analogy. Do we have the statement? I got the statement, Read the statement to the people out there in case they don't know what uh, uh, Drake's uh, comments about this were. He said, "Um,
3: I know everyone is enjoying the circus, but I want to clarify the image in question. This was not from uh, a clothing brand shoot or my music career. This picture was from 2007, a time in my life when I was an actor and working on a project that was about young actors struggling to get roles, being stereotyped and typecast. Uh, the photos represented how African Americans once wrongfully were once wrongfully portrayed in entertainment. Me and my best friend at the time, Mason, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, who was mm-hmm. also an actor from Sudan, were attempting to use our voice to bring awareness to the issues we dealt with all the time as black actors at auditions. Pause. Pause. <clears throat> um, Drake was one of the, um, he was a child actor on one of the most famous shows in Canada, Degrassi.
2: Right, right.
3: What is he talking about? Yeah. 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 Okay. I keep going. I right, okay. finish it. Um, this was to highlight and raise our frustrations. Uh always uh with not always getting a fair chance in the industry and to make a point with the struggle for black actors that hadn't that had not changed much.
2: Okay. Now, Red Pill, shout out to Red Pill. I thought his response was you felt the need to, you know. This is for somebody who doesn't do interviews at all. Right. right. For, for that to come, meaning they're scrambling over that yeah, OVO. They're it's, in trouble. It's on fire. It's, it's, it's you good. felt the need to fight for black people, but none of that shit is ever reflected in your music. For the last 10 years. He's if it, like- it was reflected in your music, I'd say, well, I get it, Drake. You was, right? And first of all, like you said, nigga, Jim Crow, they had shit to do with Canada. You from fucking Canada. And your man is from where? Sudan. Sudan. So, you know, that's not... Jim Crow was something entrenched here, you right. know what I'm saying so, that like, we had to go through you're so way up
3: north, dog like, you
2: way up north, you couldn't even synthesize the experience if you tried, and people what people are doing on
3: twitter, they're pulling up old interviews of him basically saying. And go through racism.
2: Right. What is racism? Yeah, like, no. I didn't have to explain. Yeah, yeah, because your mother is a Jew, and your father is black, but, you know, your mother's a Jew, so you oh, didn't have he to. And he's saying, like, no, Toronto was you know,
3: accepting, you know, it's not, nothing yeah. of that going on up here, so, again, what are you talking about?
2: Yeah, what are you talking about, homie? You know what I mean? So, we're not gonna let you off the hook with that. Yeah, I'm not riding. And, and I saw a video. Oh. I saw a video yeah. of another nigga palming his ass. Yeah. Palming Drake's ass. Did he kiss him too? I don't know. Did he I, kiss him? I don't see, I ain't see all he might have necked him a little bit, a little bit no, on the neck. I, see, I, you making stuff up. He's making <laughs> no that ain't fake. <laughs> fake news. That's <laughs> not fake news. You making stuff up. Yeah. I saw him palm his ass. <laughs> I What's saw the that deal too. with these dudes getting their arm pad? That you know their ass palmed. Donald Glover got his ass palmed, yeah, and now Drake is getting his ass palmed. What's the deal? If you ever see me with my ass getting palmed, that's Photoshop. And special effects. <laughs> <Right> that, <way. laughs> that would not be in line. With Urban Excellence. Today. That would not be in line. With Urban Excellence to have me get my ass palmed by another guy, I must say. If wifey wants the palm. Because I only got a little bit of ass. I got like a... Dude, like dude a one, what are we talking about? One cheek worth of... What are, what are we talking okay, about? All right. let's, 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 okay. All right. All right. So, uh, so, like I said, I, I'm giving Drake drink till tomorrow? He has until tomorrow
3: yeah, and let's see what And
2: goes. the re- and see, this is the first time he's being challenged. He's under pressure because yeah. he thought taking out Meek Mill was yeah. the shit. He poking his chest, but you're not a writer. Right. See when you're not a writer, don't act like you a writer. Right. Don't be talking top five, dead or alive, six God. And First of all, we already know seven is the number mathematically used to equate who God is. So the fact that you're a six God means that you are dealing with those who have six ounces of brain, which is the European. The black man has seven ounces of brain. Don't have me get into my 120 degrees out this bitch because uh. I will. Uh. All right. So with that being said, he has until tomorrow yes, tomorrow. And his response better be fire. It better be Flames. It, and believe it or not, it don't even have to be as good as Pusha T-Shit. It needs to be close. Yeah, yeah. No, it needs, because his fans will carry him yeah, over the exactly, finish line. Exactly. His popularity will carry him over the finish line. Hey, sad note, if, it's, if he tries to
3: recreate a back-to-back... Is going to fail. He's going to lose. He's going to lose. See,
2: what made back-to-back so unique it, is never, the fact never, it was a party jam right. that was a diss record. Usually, guys just say, give me 16 bars. I'm going to go in. He made a jam that was pop. He made a hip-pop battle record. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And another thing, he also, I'm hearing on the streets that he's going to end Pusha T's marriage. Ooh. So maybe he has some information on his wife or him. And this is gonna get so, ugly. So, so if he says something about Pusha T cheating,
3: would that, wouldn't
2: that be a little girly? Like it's a little girly, but does Drake look like he's like tough? Mm, I, mm, I call him Doctor Ake. You know me; I always break is, his name into two pieces. And my
3: whole thing is like: the longer this goes on, the worse it is for Drake.
2: Absolutely, I'm playing because with house he, money. He's been if trying I'm to push
3: a T. He's been trying to, I guess, build up his goodwill with the people. You know, mm-hmm. the guys playing video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, what have Nice black w- women on the video. Yeah, that was video. dope. That's dope. And he was going to have um, the Adidas rollout with his son. And and
2: Pusha T smashed that. He's, like, knocked it all off the board. <laughs> so now, that campaign to right. run an Adidas campaign to introduce the world to my son from a porn chick is out the window now. Yeah. So that money is messed up. And you know what's crazy? Even if because
3: they're saying that Drake has been financially supporting. Mm-hmm. But even if that's true, Pusha T already
2: put it out there. Like you've yeah, been he already, hiding her, so that means... He already put the, the narrative out there. He already put it out there. And you know how the internet, you know, the people run yeah. with... It ain't gotta be true. Right. You put it out there, people is just running with it. So, um, I thought that that was deep. So, so, we're gonna pay very close attention. That's the abbreviated version. The link on... You'll get the prompt if you uh, subscribe. Yeah. yeah, subscribe, hit the bell button. Yeah, you'll get the, the, we'll link, get the to link to the joint I did. It's about an hour, maybe a little bit more. We're strictly talking about that, but we yeah. have more things to cover on this show. Side note, the game is 32-31. Cleveland is hanging in there. I'm impressed. Let's, close, let's clap that <laughs>
3: up. So, uh, you know, dealing with so all right, so this this also happened over the weekend.
2: Ron Fest and Kim Kardashian was going at it. Ron Fest and Kim Kardashian. Now, what was the topic of their beef or discussion? Uh, well, Ron Fest he mentioned
3: uh, Kanye West's name on Twitter and um, about help for Don
2: Donda's house. Donda's house. That's, that's his mother's house. Even even though she passed, I think him and Kanye initially were going to do a program that's have inner city children. Mm-hmm. Go to the house. You know, It was going to be music there, art. I think to keep the kids off the street in Chicago, which is which is an amazing thing. Uh, yeah. yeah.
3: So, um, he's saying that, you know, he, he wanted Kanye to help and things like that. And, and I think
2: Kanye said, fuck the kids in Chicago. No, I don't think he said that. He didn't say that on Twitter. He didn't say that on Twitter, but that's what that's Rhymefest what said. That's what said that Kanye said. So Fest used the Drake shit. Yeah, yeah
3: right cuz drake basically that's what happened that's what happened he um uh, drake went at kanye as much i think a little bit more than on than he did at uh pressure right. on the Duffy freestyle but whatever right. and he used that as a little opening to say to like, say
2: by the way kanye yeah. uh you know we was building this donde house or donda house Donda's house and yeah. you said fuck the kids of chicago yeah. and it preempted
3: yeah um kim kardashian kim kardashian went at uh ron fest but um, her response to Ronfest was more like real superficial.
2: Like he had on fake Yeezys, yeah, he had on fake
3: Yeezys, and it's just like, all right, he's talking about helping kids, yeah, you're and talking you're talking about, about his sneakers. his
2: sneakers. Well, again, I'm not surprised because you know the Kardashians, and we said we wouldn't go in. No, 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 nobody's no. wife. We said not. We w- no, 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 no.
3: We have to talk about this in context.
2: Little, in context,
3: right? So we said we. But wouldn't. But I'm not gonna
2: call her a whole devil bitch. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> we did we said we wouldn't
3: talk about anybody's wife and, um As it relates to their actions like oh, he only did that cuz he would a white one right, right, we right. We're not gonna do that. Okay, but she's a she's a, a star figure. on her yeah, own She's a figure on her own who right. made the decision to talk about Ron Fest's speech. So games. now she's open game
2: right this big hole no, okay.
3: But she was talking about like she was talking about um on Twitter like yeah, you know my fans don't know who Ron fest is Ron fest is Celebrated like he is. Yeah, a, he's
2: the one who wrote "Jesus Walks" Kanye's, for your very husband. Yeah, yeah. Arguably, Kanye's biggest biggest ghostwriter. Right. Okay. So, and those who know, know. Right.
3: You, and that, that's actually a track on Pusha T's album.
2: Pusha T's uh, those who know, no know? If you
3: know, you know. Yeah. If you know, you know. Okay. See. Yeah,
2: it see. is. And he even says Sophia knows, didn't he say that? Yeah. He was talking about her actual nose. I think she nose. was thinking about
3: saying her nose. Like, I think she does coke. or Because he had his, He had a line in the song. Uh, her nose
2: does look a little protruding, it too. Does. She has like a beak.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, so. I don't know. Enjoy who you are. You know, yeah. if you have a big-ass beak, just... And enjoy.
3: then um, yesterday, uh, Kim met with Trump. This is getting crazy. Yo, this is like a South Park this, episode, This yo. is
2: like a South Park episode. This is reality TV at its best. Your president is a reality TV star. That means you are not supposed to take this shit serious. Yeah. If you taking this shit serious, you believe WWE wrestling is real. I know it's not real. Yeah. So when I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, he can read, throw him off the yeah, rope. Yeah. He can read, bounce off the rope, come hit the floor. So if you go to the source, he is a unsuccessful businessman portraying mm-hmm. himself as a successful businessman. You got to fake it till you make yeah, it, right? Yeah. He did that. And he is best known as a reality star. They hand the keys to the uh, country to a reality star. All bets is off. Yeah. This is why I'm not hmm, Trump is. Hmm. No, this shit is one big show. Don't engage to that level. Keep your psychic defenses up so that you know what's going on. But don't get too engaged with that. And we know Kim is a reality star.
3: Yeah, that, yeah, right. And, like,
2: a, and a porn is she a point. star? Yeah, look, we listen. That happened early. Okay,
3: you know she she was with him. She was young. She was young, and she was she was with him.
2: She was with who? Ray J. Oh, okay,
3: got you. Right, they were,
2: they right. were going they, together. They were together. Like, they were together. They were together. Uh-huh. I did see that. Tape I did. I I, I I wasn't. Were you old enough to see that? I wasn't. Let me see. Uh, Somebody in the chat room, tell me what year that came out. (laughs) And if he saw that, I'm beating his ass on the show right now because I don't condone that. Okay. That's funny.
3: (laughs) Did you hear what his comments at? Um, I think it was a naval graduation.
2: Trump, who said like we took this land. Yeah, he said we tamed the continent. We tamed the continent. Yo, But, but. Again, that's the mindset of white supremacists. Right,
3: right, right. That's
2: their mindset. We came here. They teach their children we we conquer. Right. We don't come in. There's no slavery, even though we can get into the Moorish history, that there were white slaves in the Moors. You know, taught them how to use the bathroom for seven hundred years and all that in the first universities. I get all that. But here, they don't teach that to their children. They teach, yo, we tame these people.
3: Yo, that's that is the philosophy. Before
2: we showed up, they were nothing, even though they were here surviving. Right. Yeah. But think about like think about the psyche, right? So
3: remember we talked about not teaching your kids about slavery. Right. right? And we didn't talk we didn't say literally don't teach it because it is an important part of our history. But what we were saying was it's not the only
2: part. Right. So don't give that uh, so much credence because you, you you begin to write the code of victim consciousness. right? And, when- and and once you're a victim, you're always expecting something from somebody because I am a victim. Right. And we are in a stage now where you got to go get yours in spite of racism, in spite of discrimination, in spite of all of these things, police shootings. Maya Angelou said, and still we rise. It's because... We are on a whole nother level and we have to remove that one program of victim consciousness to get us over the hump and then we can teach racism or slavery in its context. It is one blip of who we are on a long timeline. Yeah. But you can't tell we were beaten. This is why boycotting not to go off subject is fucking annoying. Explain boycotting, this is perspective. Right, right, right. Okay? Now, to you, you think you're going in and you're boycotting and you're making some change. To the white people, it's fucking annoying for you to show up for three and four hours, make some noise and go home because these are millennials. You mean, you mean like picketing? Yeah, picketing. That right. shit. Picketing, protesting. 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 Okay. That shit is just annoying. For some reason, right, black right. people think it's powerful. You can't shut down Starbucks because there are 80,000 of them or whatever the case yeah. may be. They'll just re you their know, mm-hmm. resources. And then these millennials, and, and, and don't get offended when I say this. Back in the days when our elders boycotted or picketed, they took shifts. And there were no franchises. So if your store was a racist establishment, we could shut that down. Boycotting and picketing was effective because they would take shifts. You go from four to this. Th- now you tell millennials, look, like, I'm boycotting from four to eight. I'll be there at 530. I'll make some noise, take some pictures right, and go home. And you right. know what that is? Hashtag. It's fucking annoying. Yep. It doesn't do nothing. I even saw on uh, one Waffle House, they even changed the the, the shit to... uh. No justice, no progress. No grits, eggs, and sausage. No justice, no progress. No grits, e- I started dancing. I said, No justice, put-a, 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 put-a. no sausage. Oh, really? That's what it was. Oh, wow. And I'm like, and the people were in the restaurant eating, and then these fuckers went home. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And nothing was done. So I don't want to put it in the context of the way our elders did it, yeah. who shut down bus systems by boycotting for over a year yeah. and two years. That's something different. That was a whole different, and that was a town, and that was a town, okay, it, that we band together. They didn't globe.
3: They didn't nationwide uh, boycott the buses. Right.
2: They 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 did it because town.
3: When we when we talk about like things that happened in the past, we either romanticize it or we don't give it as credit. Absolutely. It's one of the one other. Or the one of the we other. We never
2: really see things for what they are. Absolutely. And I say all of that to say, if you trying to get to work, right and you, sh- these fuckers shut down the highway, it's fucking annoying. You right. think it's empowering. No, it's 80,000 people on this highway trying to get... We support you. I do. But I'm trying to get to work. I'll make a donation to your cause. Do not think shutting down the highway so that people can look at you. That shit is... We're in the selfie stage, yeah. and a lot of these protests you see is some motherfuckers always selfie and look at me, I'm in the or, struggle, or orchestrating, and
3: getting arrested,
2: Augustra- orchestrating, and all of that. So don't like that dude from
3: um, Black Lives Matter with the vest, the Ray? Oh magazine. yeah, he that's be Looking thing.
2: straight at the camera with the handcuffs Absolutely. on, like, like yeah. On, so we know that this is an ego thing. We're in the selfie era, so boycotting in today's context, or picketing, or protesting. It's, it's fucking annoying. And don't, we'll, we'll talk about the NFL in a minute because a lot of y'all try to get at me. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> try to get at the dot. Okay, so Trump meets with Kim Kardashian over some serious issues. What was the issues? Prison reform. Prison reform. <laughs> and obviously, Kim Kardashian is an expert. In prison reform, yo. I saw so he would speak to her.
3: Yo, I saw people on Twitter with Michael Jordan reaches like, yo. Her father was a lawyer. Y'all don't remember, so she obviously knows stuff. I, I swear.
2: Oh, that's ridiculous. I, I promise you. Yeah, that's a super duper reach. My like God, for like, you know what I mean. So I, I didn't make the connection. And the paper, the Daily News went off. Oh, he oh, yeah. finally got A-Kim, not yeah. Kim Young-Yoon, yeah, yeah. the the, uh, the yeah. North Korean, but he yeah. got a Kim. Yeah. And they was calling her Kim Thong-Yoon yeah. or something. So, you know, the post was, yeah. uh, you know, the post went in. You know what I mean? And shit like that. So um, I didn't see the connection there. Like, what information? There are so many other people who were in prison or who have been advocating and fighting for prisoners that would have... And then you had like, more of a impact uh, all he's going to do is flip it at his at a, at a rally like yo, Kim Kardashian said I was a good dude absolutely so this is all her hitting him with a favor. her husband went to see him now she's going to see him, and they are positioning themselves to show you what they really are all about. you know what I mean but I saw no connection to bring Kim Kardashian up there to uh, talk prison reform that's like me bringing me up there to talk uh about the Holocaust. Bring Black Dot up to the White House and I will yeah, I understand it. talk about the Holocaust. So, yeah. And by the way, this is just regular juice. I don't want you to think I'm red cupping it up here. Damn, <laughs> black dot be fucked up mm. on the shelf now. Nah. When I drink that juice, I put it out there for y'all. You can see that motherfucking yak. Okay, um, what do we have next? Roseanne. Roseanne. Racist Roseanne. Racist Roseanne. So, uh, did we
3: talk about her getting her show
2: back? No, I don't think we can. Yeah. That wasn't something that was on our radar. Like, our people probably don't watch that shit. I didn't watch it. I I tuned in every now and then because I'm from that era. They just represented Trailer Park Trash. And that shit took the Cosby show down. Really? People don't remember that shit. Yeah. They put her shit up against the Cosbys and took the Cosby show down. I didn't know that. Yeah. When, but I when, think that Cosby's, as we talked about patterns, mm. it had run its course. Mm. And it was already descending somewhat, and then Roseanne and them came in and okay. smashed.
3: When, um, anytime like, I saw like, <clears> Roseanne <throat> on, like that means I was up too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you <laughs> knew, means, okay, yeah. yeah. That means I was up too late. I'm up
2: too late, past that yeah. bedtime, exactly. Yeah.
3: So what did she say, and um, why is it important? First of all, she's always been racist. I didn't know, like, I knew that. So when, I, when yeah. she got her show back, I was like, oh. And then on one of her episodes... On this, you know, on the reboot, of mm-hmm. was in, It was an episode of her uh, accusing her Muslim neighbor of trying to shoot a bomb, something. Oh really? Yeah, that, yeah. They aired that. They actually mm, aired, they that. aired that. They aired
2: that. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, so I don't watch her show, so I'm a little. Yeah,
3: that that happened, and what, what the beef was that on Blackish they had an episode about, um, the kneeling about the protesting, right? And ABC didn't let them air that. Oh wow! How crazy is that? Right. So even like so the blackish um, the blackish creator was threatening to pull mm-hmm. pull out of ABC and go to Netflix or something.
2: Uh huh. Okay.
3: So that's so
2: from one slave owner to another. But again, yeah. right, right.
3: Oh, side note. Uh, I think the owner of ABC is a black woman. The owner or of the, ABC, or the, the president of ABC.
2: Okay, not the owners because owner, that's, that's Disney, owned by Disney. Disney. The, the president and those are Jews. Right, so she was on
3: Twitter. There's a tweet. Um, she was talking about what's this one? Muslim name? Brotherhood and Planet
2: of the Apes. Talking about that. Uh, the, uh,
3: uh, the the senior advisor under Obama. Her name is Valerie
2: Jarrett, who who's dangerous lady. She yeah. was a senior advisor. We gonna peel back some of her layers on another show because she's worth uh, awesome yeah. time. Yeah, you know what I mean. And
3: uh, she said, you know, uh, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. That's DJ. Uh, that was you know her issues. So, um, Wanda Sykes was the first, she was the first person to say, I'm not going back. Right. I wonder why she was on that show anyway.
2: Well, probably as a writer, you know. Yeah, she was a So, mm. But Wanda, she probably writes for a, a bunch of, because Carl yeah, okay. Mooney used to write for a lot of them shows in sure, the 80s, sure, and, you know, sure. he was good at sketch writing and stuff like that. So, I'm pretty sure Wanda trying to put some money in her pocket when right. she's okay. not, uh, okay. you know, on okay. TV.
3: Okay. okay. I'm not mad.
2: Now, he called her Planet of the Eight. That was, that was mean. Yeah. That was mean, you know. But, um... In, she got the show, that They got the show canceled. That um, did. Okay. My, I have a problem with that. Okay, go ahead. Now, not that they got the show canceled. I don't give a fuck about the show. But we have this selective mm. racism thing going, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning, we want freedom of speech to mean something for us when it's time for us to kneel. Right. Right? Don't mess with the players. It's freedom of speech. And really, she's a comedian. And she exercised her freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. First Amendment right. Right. And now we want her show canceled. So it, it's almost like a double-edged sword. We want, it, we want the First Amendment to benefit us. Right. And then when it doesn't benefit us or we feel that somebody is going against something. So this is what I mean by the hypocrisy and what it is that we do. Do you understand that? I, I understand. So niggas is kneeling and they, they got rid of Kaepernick because he was kneeling and we're protesting about that because it's his First Amendment right. Right. And for her... Who exercised her First Amendment? And see, you but, should be a you, you should be alarmed. But but, go ahead. but tell me, so but last
3: week we talked about um, the Kaepernick kneeling thing. There's a rule in the NFL like they have their own policy. What if ABC has their own policy of what you tweet? Okay, ESPN has their own policies. Like so, okay, ESPN. So- if you tweet something crazy,
2: they can suspend you. Okay, so we have to take all of that into consideration. Right. You see what I'm saying? So something I didn't think about, maybe it's mm. in their policy right. that says, and remember, Disney owns ESPN. Right. So if it's in ESPN's shit, right. it's probably in ABC. Right. So I, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll backtrack off it. Gotcha. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha I'm going to backtrack off it. You know, he cut me deep. <laughs> cut me deep. With gotcha. That. In the chat, cut dude. me deep. So perhaps that is uh, what happened, but just on the surface, whether we knew the rule or not, on the surface, for people to be like, "That's right, to that shit," and you know, right. it, it's so, a little still so, hip hop. So for, you know, know, hip-hop, for hip-hop
3: people, for people hip-hop. to expect that every time, right? That's why. Because
2: and then you, you got to start understanding your First Amendment right is your First Amendment right, except when right um, two fifty two. Wow, two fifty two left. Your First Amendment right is your First Amendment right um, sh- all the time, right? Right. My scenario, yeah. because last week they got on me black dot when I was saying I'm not boycotting football. And then listen, perspective is always my secret weapon. I don't just look at it from my view. I look at it from everybody's view. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say out there in the chat, I own a restaurant. Right. I'm selling vegan wraps and veggie soups and shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful restaurant. And right outside my restaurant is them Hebrew-Israelite niggas. And these niggas is going in. The white man is the devil, the 12 tribes of Judah. And it's stopping my customers from coming into the store. Right. Especially my white customers, because they like to get their veggie wraps and their <laughs> soups and shit, right? So me, I got to go out there. Right. You know, I'm the black guy. I mean, hey, I'm a going out there and, and talk to the brothers. So I come out, hey, brothers, uh, right on, you know. Can y'all move this shit? uh, Because y'all fucking up business for me here. And they say to me, no, Black Dot. It is our First Amendment right to be out in front of your store carrying on like this. And we're going to do it every day. Now, I could say I got two choices. I could say, you know what? You're right. Y'all right. You know what I mean? Fuck my store. I spent five years saving every dime I had building it up. I got the neon signs, that blink soup, you know, in front of the store and shit. Fuck that. It's your First Amendment right to be out here doing this shit. Or. I can call the goddamn police huh? and put on my white person voice. Yes, this is uh, John Smith. Oh, There's a bunch of uh, black eyes out in front of my establishment, uh, you know, causing some kind of altercation, and they're yeah. dressed as superheroes. I think they saw the movie Wakanda or something. Uh, bring nine cop cars. Yeah, yeah, nine. And I'm calling the fuck police, because the bottom line is, now my business got to go out. We looking at this too deep into this NFL shit at the end of the day, if it's messing up business, because it is a business yeah. and it is an establishment. Side note, the NBA has had that rule in place since the 80s. Since the 80s, that you must stand for the national anthem. In a dignified and, uh, position. I believe unquote, unquote. Mahmoud Raouf, named Chris Jackson, uh, he had a Tourette's. He was a dope ass player. And I believe he was Muslim. So he would refuse to stand for the national anthem. He would go on the corner and do this shit, the Allah shit. And they didn't like that. So they created policy. To force everybody to stand, and everybody does stand yeah. for the national anthem, and we're gonna boycott the NBA next. I mean, you know, well, nobody's. I,
3: I even put that link in the the comment section, and nobody, everybody right. wanted to ignore it
2: because it doesn't niggas like basketball.
3: No, but it, it, at the same time, like, um, I felt like it, when we posted that video, right, the comments showed me something, and it was kind of. I'm gonna tell you what was alarming. It was alarming that I feel like we're turning into like people in the in the black community. We're turning into what we hate.
2: Yes, absolutely.
3: We're turning into like we like we we get we um get mad at like Fox News for having buzzwords, but we create like the that, same buzzwords. But We have the same buzzwords. So like when we, when we don't want to a uh, uh,
2: coon, that's a buzzword now.
3: Yeah, when we don't want to uh, agree with somebody, oh he an agent
2: agent coon. These are all buzzwords now that don't hold no true. Uh, uh, you know, they don't hold any true value now. And then It's what the words we spit around on a constant basis. And we're creating, like we said, the same uh, aspects of things that we don't like. Right. We are becoming that. And this is what I mean by patterns. Yeah. Once you keep reading the same books, uh, 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 going to the same lectures, listening to the same people, you create a pattern of your reality that right. you don't escape from. And the more complex the pattern is, like trying to get through a maze you know what i mean so that's why i'm saying it is important not to uh you know get locked into that you know what i mean yeah. what do we have next let's go to the chat go to the chat that's what you say t we going to the chat oh first no
3: matter of fact we have to shout out our urban excellence story on oh the
2: week. yeah richard cunningham i ain't drinking nothing homie <laughs> that ain't nothing but like juice Keep my keep myself hydrated. Okay, not not to. Uh, we go into our urban X story of the week.
3: So um, we told you last week when you start seeing you know things that exemplify urban excellence. You see, mm-hmm. we want you to tag it, hashtag it, urban excellence. So the guy on Instagram, Mr. Westbrook's on IG, and I think he, he's earned on he earned the shirt. He earned a shirt. He earned the shirt. Um, he tagged the story of uh, Richard Jenkins, a Philadelphia high school student who was once homeless. And he got a full ride to Harvard University.
2: We're going to clap that up twice.
3: I thought that was dope. No, I meant that. Oh.
2: Twice. Mm. So, yeah. That was dope. And this is what we mean homeless and not giving up on your situation not becoming a victim you could be homeless Mm -hmm. and stay homeless and say the world is against me or you could be like yeah i'm gonna pick myself up by my bootstraps allow my urban experiences to uh uh, strengthen me and make me a better person and what's is what's his name again uh richard jenkins richard jenkins we are proud of you facts go to harvard make that happen you're gonna be in a new environment in harvard all right and don't let these people tell you, oh, forget all that. You go and you break down doors, and we are actually proud of you. Hashtag Urban Excellence. For sure. For sure. So we're about to go to the chat. Let's go to the chat at. See what's up. See what's up in the chat at. We love all y'all in the chat now. For real. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> okay, that's Eli in there. Uh, I guess somebody hit a shot at the buzzer. Oh yeah. Steph Curry. He's supposed to be quiet. We told him to be quiet. Eli, you fired. You getting Alejandro? I
3: hate Steph Curry so much. Yeah. What the chat talking? What's that? What's the hashtag again?
2: Hashtag Urban Excellence with the X. Remove the E from the word excellence, and we just rock with the X because you know we Urban X. You know what I mean? I mean. You ordered that book. Hope I get it this weekend. Uh, uh, Kelly Colton thank you so much for the support. Uh, Things are going too far when people are losing jobs and career opportunities over tweets. That was the point I was trying to make and that tweet came from uh, Rand Sizzles. Yeah. All right. Is that once we start allowing that to happen, this is the government. Yeah, it becomes it becomes a um an issue now. Yeah. Now you gotta watch what you saying yeah, it's like a, a big, on your personal a big,
3: a big brother like authority. Absolutely, like... it's
2: becoming a big brother situation yeah. where now you gotta clean up, you know, everything you say, and, and then we don't have a, a First Amendment right. right. Because as a comedian, you know what I mean, right. she should be able to say certain things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They knew, and first of all, they knew who she was before they. Put it on too. for the show. I got too. a picture of her. It was on the Daily News yeah. of her in the Hitler yeah. outfit yeah. baking fucking cookies. Right. As if to say these Jews are going in the oven. Right. And that was way across the line. And I'm pretty sure the hire you go up at Disney, those are Jews. They may have hired her to fire her. Mm. I don't know because they knew, you know, who she is. They right. have to know. You know what I mean? And uh, 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 I believe uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel was saying we should take it light on her. Shout out to Cincinnati. Cincinnati in the building.
3: Yeah. Honorable. Uh,
2: Honorable. Honorable. 13
3: Thirteena.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we don't want to. Shout out to you. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to uh, butcher your name. Yeah. But I think Jimmy Kimmel was saying that she has some mental illness. She tried to blame it on Amy and yeah, shit. Yeah, come on, son. Um, but here's the thing. Mental illness. We, as a people, have gotten so bad, we can declare that you mental illness and we still go after you. Yeah. The the, the going narrative was that Kanye has got mental ill issues and we still stoned his ass. So I'm confused. We are now stoning sick people. Yeah. So we need to check ourselves, and this is what we mean by urban excellence. I can't say that you're mentally ill and then attack you. I have to say that you're mentally ill and then we have to try to come up with solutions to get you better. Not saying that she was mentally ill. She been. This has been her rhetoric as long as you see how she butchered the national anthem. Since we're talking about oh, national, yeah, yeah. she went inside the national, and, and and you know they thought that shit was cute. Right. You know what I mean? But brothers kneeling, you know, creates a whole other narrative. Yeah, yeah. Even though I'm not with the kneeling stuff, I do understand in principle from Ka- from Kaepernick's perspective what he was all about. So I don't want to give that narrative. I don't get it, but.
3: Oh, it's pronounced October.
2: Honorable October. Oh, um, Honorable October. My honorable. bad. My bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see it now. See, you know, everybody using these... Uh...
3: Gail Jackson, shout out to you, of shout course. Shout out to Gail Jackson. Of course.
2: Of course. Let's clap Gail. Up. Yeah. She, gets... Let's clap. Oh. she rents space here. I... <laughs> she has stock in Urban X. When we blow, she gets uh anything she wants. What else is up? Uh that's pretty much it on my end. Uh what's going on in the chat? Did we miss something? Oh, Starbucks did the uh they did the oh, sensitivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well Oh in. yeah. So, they they need to teach their employees how not to be racist. I need you to process that. They gotta they close all of their stores. To teach their yeah. employees not to be racist. I told y'all all the time, white people are so racist; it's so embedded in who they. don't even know that they're being racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you know how racist you gotta be to not know? Hey, excuse me, get my bags. Fuck you, man. Get your bags. <laughs> I don't work here. I'm checking into the hotel too, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck is your problem? Yeah. Right. So, but they one of the people that they uh recruited was yeah. a, a common. And I was stuck. Yo, Common, he's usually the transition. Urban excellence. Hashtag. Hashtag urban excellence. Telling you now, before you go in on Common, who's a black man. I'm getting these off. I'm getting these off. Okay, but. but
3: <laughs> listen. mm mm-hmm usually when somebody's trying to make the transition uh towards politics and towards more white stream media it's a slower it's subtle it's a little subtle, subtle. transition he, he
2: took the expression right. yeah he yeah he went from the soul brother number one to we should extend our hand to white people <laughs> he literally said that like racism is not that bad if you just extend your hand to white people uh you know right. and so they brought him on and in a couple of his songs he say, nigga. But that didn't matter to Starbucks, or they didn't do their research. Nah, they they, they just saw... Uh, and then uh, you see him sitting there, you know, like hey, that. what you need to do is extend yourself. Come on in to Starbucks. Be a, treated a certain kind <laughs> of way. Watch your language. If you need to use the bathroom and you didn't purchase nothing, no problem. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. We write your name on your coffee. We want a personal... And it was a joke, yeah. in my humble opinion. yeah. You know that's like me bringing me in to teach people how not to use the word nigga. And I'm like, nigga, every 30 seconds somebody even told me in the chat room, I will dare you not to use the word nigga. I was like, why? I like, it. I, I, like <laughs> I like the this. word nigga shit. It's got some power to it. Got a little kick to it, huh? It's like Samuel Jackson with the fuck. You know when he say fuck, you know that shit got a little kick to it. Anything so. else going on in the chat? What are we talking? What are we talking? So I can get to the second half of my game.
3: Um, Somebody said, didn't they mix in LGBT training?
2: Oh, I don't know. They may have because they had a whole manual and handbook about sensitivity, about people's feelings. Yeah, I'm a thousand percent. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it was something to do with that. You know what I mean? But the the irony that you have to train your people not to be racist is is, is really bizarre to me. That's some really crazy shit.
3: I think that's it, though.
2: You think we done?
3: Yeah, I mean, we got anything else miss? we missed with.
2: We love miss. y'all out there.
3: Um, Yeah, so stay tuned for the episode tomorrow.
2: Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, we're we going to drop the full joint of yeah. uh, the joint I did we, called Hip Hop versus Hip Pop. We're trying, we trying to wait out Drake, but... We're going to um, give him to what? Two o'clock? I say two o'clock. Two o'clock. We're going to give him the two. If he don't respond, we're going to release our bomb. Because if not, I'm going to do an amendment. You know what I'm saying? I want to get his response and react to his response. and just put one DVD out.
3: Uh, somebody said police just raided Tariq Nasheed's house right over for a bomb threat.
2: Oh. Whoa, whoa. I don't know if that's fake news. If that's real news. Yeah, we're not
3: promoting fake news up here. But if, it's, if it's real if it's news, real... we
2: want to send love out to Tariq Nasheed. Uh, what about Omar? Oba. Oh. Oh, somebody's asking about Oba. Oh, I'm glad you asked. Thursday. We were supposed to do it this Thursday. If Oba's on his way back to Cuba, Brother Oba, yeah. our spiritualist, Um, but... Um, getting to all the technical stuff. We didn't have three stools. We didn't want him sitting in a small chair. It would look weird. So we We, ordered another stool. We had to get, you know, logistics. We had to get some logistics together. That's why we couldn't get him last week. But he's going back to Cuba. But before he goes, if he's here by next Thursday, we will definitely have him on the show. We will have an abbreviated opening, and then we will open it for questions and answers dealing with spirituality, ritual uh, you know he's been spending more time in Cuba, and every time he goes back, he comes back. He seems to be more empowered. Station identification. You pictures. are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Come on, you got to remember to hit that I button right, from time right. to time. All right, you're gonna get right. Alejandro here,
3: man. You're gonna get Alejandro. Right, right. All right. So again, uh, you can go to urbanx Yes, for sure. It'll be and it'll be live soon. I'll put, I'll put it on YouTube.
2: Donate. Alright Donate That Patreon is coming soon But we need you to donate For what it is that we do Because it's not easy For this to do this And uh, we appreciate your love Your support Subscribe And then let me hit you with this
1: Black mass, man It's time to rock I had to find a way I couldn't find a job Couldn't find a prayer Couldn't find a God Couldn't find a prayer Couldn't find a God Black mass, man It's time to rock I had to find a way I couldn't find a job logged
0: in to that urban x where they be flexing with that blog in Put it down, come my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy yard, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black Dot found a pot as a youngin', broke it down for his Sunday night. now he's to the masses. paramedics do the incredible they help save lives and so can you your csl plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that may give your kids music teacher the chance to see your son play in the season opener or give your mechanic the chance to give his best man speech do the amazing help save lives donate today at your local csl plasma center and receive over a thousand dollars your first month varies by location and is subject to change